Welcome back, everybody, to the American Aces NFL podcast, our weekly NFL podcast, bringing all you Americans the latest and greatest in the world of the NFL. The world of the NFL, there's plenty going on, but don't worry about the NFL. Australia, there's uh, our great mate Rory Atkins has decided to leave the country. Week four, he's uh, had a terrible week on the punt. He can't, I think he's won fantasy, but he's gone on a golf trip. So we thought we'd bring in our replacement. And to be honest, this bloke knows more about NFL than us two combined. We've got Adzi Trelaw in the house. Adzi, how are you, brother? I'm well, mate. Thanks for having me. Uh, I've been on this show and I love it. I'm a massive fan. But before we talk NFL or anything, obviously know that uh, you just mentioned the punt and the multis weekly. And I know you haven't had much luck throughout the weeks, but I believe this most recent week, you actually hit a multi. Oh, Can you mate, elaborate, did I ever? And I haven't had many people message me, so they mustn't be following me. They've already jumped off, Adzi. <laughs> um, week four, Train's Best, Minnesota Vikings head-to-head. They were not losing. They weren't going to lose four in a row. No tick, Chargers, the same thing. Playing a backup quarterback, Tick. Philadelphia, the, the shortest odds last week. They nearly lost. They had a little bit of a worry. A big worry. I was going to take AJ Brown for a touchdown, but I thought I'd go safe. I wish I went all in. Mm-hmm. Um, tick Dallas Cowboys, easy money. A dollar thirty-four against the Pats. I just thought you could have it. It's better than bank interest. That one adds. And then Jamar Chase. <laughs> I got lucky. I think seventy yards for a dollar fifty. He only had seventy-four. Um, I just pulled him back a bit from his line because he's the Bengals, which we'll talk about in a second. So you got five twenty-seven when I announced it, and uh, that's without a boost. So if you've been following same units every week, uh, you'd be in the you'd be in the green, which is what we love. But um, look, this week we'll do it differently. We've already discussed off air. The markets aren't up yet, so we're gonna no. me and you are gonna send ours in um, maybe Saturday or or Sunday morning so people can follow because I don't want to be putting up head to heads after last week. I might go for props this week and. Um, blokes like Brees Hall rushing, I think they'll have big days, and uh, there's a few others there. I reckon. Um, that we can kind of get while they're, uh, their, their teams have been struggling, but I reckon they've got some good matchups. So, mate, great to have a collect. Um, but before well done, we mate. start, mate, we, um, not enough about me because you know, one, you got it, it's not about one week, it's about every week, you know, it's like a bit like you're yep. playing footy 30 and two every week, mate, not one every four. <laughs> um, now, big news. Let's just start with the Bengals. Oh, what is going on, mate? What do you think is the issue there? Because I've got um, the, I've got Mixon and Chase, and I need them to fire up. Tell me what's going on. Yeah, I, it's clearly, clearly to me, it's the quarterback play. I um, you know, I know they're talking a lot about obviously Joe Burrow and his calf issues, and you see the injury that he had prior to actually the season starting. I'm not sure if you actually remember the there was that scrimmage that they were having, and there was reports, you know, he was getting carted off. Is it Achilles or whatnot? And they obviously shut that down. So it was calf, but it looked really bad. And for the sport that obviously. NFL is explosive, you know, getting away from these big, powerful, strong, you know, people trying to tackle. Like it's clearly, clearly hindering him for him to get out of the pocket. And obviously, you know, T Higgins is a downfield threat. Jamar Chase is, you know, one of the top three receivers in the competition. Um, And the fact that Joe Burrow can't, to me, it looks like he can't get out of the pocket and he needs to be able to do that, which means it kind of takes away a lot of T. Higgins and Jamar Chase's strengths. And, you know, the game that they played on the weekend, they're going against my boys, the Tennessee Titans, who, you know, to be honest, aren't the best side going around. And they're probably, a, their secondary is probably up there as top five it's worst. It's horrendous. In it's horrendous. The competition. And the fact that the Bengals are only putting up, I think, three points or whatever it was. I mean, yeah, it's an absolute uh, shit show to say the least. But, 
I'm just hoping because, as you said, you said you've got Chase and a couple others mixing. I've got them in a couple of legs as well, and mate, they're absolutely uh, killing us. So hopefully, hopefully, um, things can change with Joe Burrow getting a little bit better. I did read a report today saying. Um, he's officially off the injury report, which is probably a good thing. Um, just hopefully he can get out of the pocket, mate, because that's where it's been hurting us. Yeah, and I, I don't. You know what champions are like. I'm not saying he's a champion yet, but he's a. He's the reason he's one of the highest paid. Mm. Um, I don't want to give up on him. I think nah. that he. I think that he can do something really special, and I reckon if there's going to be a week, it's got to be soon. And I, I feel like this has got to be the week. I keep saying it, but it's got to be this week, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, they're coming up against the Cardinals. I think this week they're playing who, you know, have actually been going okay, but they've leaked a lot of scores. So you put two and two together, backs against the wall for the Bengals. You just think surely this is the week. I mean, T Higgins might not be playing because there's some doubt about, I think he's hurt his ribs or something, but that then... You know, green light for Jamar Chase to go for 150 and a couple of touchdowns. What do you Has reckon? To, mate. I don't think he scored a touch. I've been no. I've been having little, no. as you know, same game as on. I love the Bengals. Normally, it's a very simple team. It's yep. They've only got three players they go to. It's Higgins, Chase, and Mixon. And they don't really throw at the Boyd. Boyd gets a couple in the in the <laughs> slot. But, man, I'm, I'm just going to double check here just to make sure I'm not making a fool of myself. No, I think you're um, right, mate. I don't think he's had a touchdown. He has not had a, a touchdown this year. And... And I always like to go through the years, like last year, right? He had a bit of a, he had an injury from um, week eight to week 12, but mm. he went touchdown, no touchdown, touchdown, no touchdown, no touchdown. Then he went two touchdowns, two touchdowns, and then he got injured. So oh, he's capable of two touchdowns. Absolutely. Um, you know, quite often. I reckon it's got to be soon. And I'm, you know, I'm banking it's this week. So, hey, we'll talk about that game later, but the Bengals need to really fire up because they're pissing me off. Tell you what else pissing me off. Tight end drama. All right. Mm-hmm. It's plenty. the one position you should probably stream. And I have Kyle Pitts in one league, which is our Oz American Ace, and I'm sticking with him, but I I just I, I don't want to get rid of him because I know it's gonna he's gonna do he's gonna just go off the week I drop him. And then I've also got Darren Waller in yep. another league, and I'm just I'm sick and tired of like Jones threw a pick six and he had Waller on his own at the back. Now, mate, I could have thrown that and I've got a custard arm. (laughs) What is, what are these quarterbacks? If you got the best player like Waller on your team, why don't you just look for him? I don't understand ads. Well, the thing is he, well, he's getting the targets. That's the thing. And I feel your pain, mate, because as you said, you've got um, you know multiple tight ends, but you guys guys like Kyle Pitts and Darren Waller, you know I, for what it's worth, Kyle Pitts, mate, just give up on that one. John Johnu Smith, Johnu Smith is the real tight end there in Atlanta, but um, Darren Waller, I, I feel like similar to the Jamar Chase um, scenario, I feel like he's just bound to eventually let the targets catch up to them being actual catches and hopefully scores and big yardage chunk plays because. You look at the Giants, they're always down, so they have to throw the ball. Darren Waller, you know, he he doesn't he you know how tight ends traditionally set up not as wide outs. Sometimes he sets up as a genuine wide receiver, mate, and runs a wide receiver pattern where he's one on one with the opposition quarterback. So it's clear that he's clearly their number one target. So I'm for me, I'm holding on to faith that Darren Waller is similar to the Jamar Chase, where he does have weeks where the targets can you know, can be catches and yards and whatnot. And as you said, there's a lot of tight ends. Um, Dallas got it. He's in my Oz American Aces league and he's absolutely, my team, 
not complaining, mate. We're three and one. We're going really well, man. Dunks, very, very happy. And for what it's worth, battle of the heavyweights this week: Boyd Cordner versus. Uh, oh yeah, Gee, <laughs> myself flying. I was meant to but, post the ladder position tonight. I only threw up looking at my name <laughs> down the bottom while you two previous winners just dominating up the top. But we've got Dallas Goddard, and you, you mentioned tight ends. He's another one who, you know, and I know AJ Brown and Devontae Smith is there, but for what he produced last year, he's kind of letting us down a little bit. So I feel your pain with the tight ends because I feel like it's the, you know, the no names. And and I mean that with all due respect to those tight ends, but it's the no names of the ones that are scoring versus the high end ones, you know? So it has been very frustrating from a tight end point of view. Well, if I was Kyle Pitts' manager, I'm saying you, to the quarterback and the GM and the, and the coach, you don't start throwing in the ball. We're getting him out of there because Jono Smith looks amazing. You don't need Kyle Pitts. He ain't blocking. He, he's just not getting used. His career is getting wasted. So, yes, uh, yes. Do you, reckon, expecting... do, you, do you reckon, I just want to ask, do you reckon that is on him or the quarterback? The or quarterback. I, I did watch the I've watched. So, as I told you, I stayed up all last week and watched that London game. And the reason was because of Pitts. And he did throw a pick at Pitts. He just, he, I think he tried to force it to him. And, and then I just watched Jonu Smith just get 90 yards. I go, oh, this is painful. You know what I mean? Like, I think Ritter threw two uh, two interceptions in a row. I thought, this bloke. I, I stayed I'd, up for this. Oh, I couldn't believe I wasted all me, me oh, I guess, me sleep. I, only, I passed out at 7 o'clock. I missed all the crackers. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, oh. feel, I feel your pain, mate. Because I, Cole Pitts has all the attributes to be one of the great tight ends and he broke records in his first year, which was, I think two years ago. So mate, I, um, I understand your pain. Painful. Look, I was going to talk about the New York Giants, but let's, and the Jets, but we'll talk about it when we get to them. Cause let's get through the schedule. Mm-hmm. Um, there's plenty to get through. Yep. We're going to skip the Chicago and Washington game. Cause when we record the edit process, just being fully transparent with you all, but I'll give you the tip. If Washington and Terry McLaren don't tear them apart, I'll be surprised. Add uh, just a quick one from you on that game. Oh, I couldn't agree more, mate. I think Chicago leaked too many points. So I feel like uh, it should be a good offensive day for the commanders. It should be a good little uh, same gamer. I know it's a toilet bowl, but it should be good viewing. Uh, Washington surely should get that one done. I think so. Um, Okay, let's get into the Sunday games. We start off with another game in Tottenham Hotspur Stadium in London. This one's actually a Buffalo Bills home game. It's Jacksonville taking on Buffalo. But now Jacksonville Jags have been there for a week. And you know what it's like when you travel to Perth and all these places. It's hard going on the road. They're traveling Mm -hmm. to London. Uh, But the Bills are flying. Uh, They're Mm -hmm. $1.42 in Jacksonville. uh, 290. They look a bit sloppy on offense. What do you think is going to happen in this one? Oh, I, I, I totally agree with everything you just said in terms of the sloppiness. I feel like the fact that the game is, as you said, over at uh, what was Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, the fact that it's there gives them a little bit of a, sm- uh, a sneaky chance. But I feel like the offensive power that the Bills, and for what it's worth, they, they're not really known for their defense, but their defense has been pretty good for the most part of the year, other than the first game where they actually lost to the Zach Wilson led jets. But I, um, I feel like their offensively have too much power. Um, Stefan Diggs go for a hundred yards. Maybe who knows one, one I would love to see get going a little bit is Travis Etienne. I mean, he's been a little bit disappointing in terms of where you drafted him at in your fantasies, but yeah, I feel like bills will be too strong. You're right. He's been a bit unders and there's always a couple that just get hyped up in that preseason and then they explode. I can't work out the Bills backfield. I thought Cook was the guy. They've got Latavius Murray running through there. There's someone else running through there. Damien Harris. Damien Harris. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's yeah, one I of those backfields. They get the goal line. You just they get the goal line work. 
Mm. Yeah, well, the goal line's where you get your any timers and your touchdown scorers for your fantasy. It's real hard going. And then obviously Allen runs it in. Mm. I'm going to tip uh, the Bills in that one. I'm not, I'm just going to stick to form moving forward. I think four weeks is enough now. And Jacksonville's offense is a bit stinky. And I think Buffalo looks pretty good on both sides of the ball. Take out first week where they, they looked horrendous against the mm. Jets. Mm. They only looked horrendous because Josh Allen decided to play really bad. And yep. he's looked amazing since. So, mate, the Bills are seriously traveling you know then and they're probably playing the best in that afc um well, you know you could argue that later but they are on track so uh yeah bills for me who are you tipping oh yeah i agree with everything you said i think they're you know one of the top three teams in the comp at the moment and uh can't see why they you know they're going to be beaten i just think as i said the jags over in uh over in england being a uh being there for the week but it could be closer than what people think but i do think the bills will be too strong in the end very quiet game last week for Calvin Ridley. Um, mm. That's Mate, that who I was thinking game. about. That's who I was thinking game. about. Who's the Who's the corner that um, Tredavious White just did his Achilles? Mm-hmm. That's, yes, he did. Yes, that's yes, the yes. big out I was trying to tell you. So yes, Ridley this week. Um, it says red matchup, but he was quiet. And he had, he's only had 32 yards, 40 yards, and 38 yards in the last three weeks. After that, 101 and eight catches in week one. I think this mm. week he might get going. Uh, for some yards, that is. Anyway, let's not spend too much time on the game in London. I might be doing the all-nighter again, though. That might be a classic. <laughs> that will be a classic, Ads. Uh, let's move on to this one. Houston taking on Atlanta in mm-hmm. Atlanta. The, they've got Atlanta as favorites, $1.85, uh, just over Houston, $1.95. Now, Houston's look fantastic with this rookie quarterback. Stroud's been amazing to watch. They've found themselves a serious quarterback. This game should be... I reckon there should be some points put up. I, I I agree. I totally agree with Stroud. I think he's clearly um, uh, outproduced what people thought he was going to produce already. Um, and you know, from a fantasy point of view, he he wasn't getting drafted. I mean, he was probably in everyone's weekly waiver wire pickups the last couple of weeks. So I feel like he's obviously um, you know playing with a freedom, and it's it's exciting to see. I love seeing when young quarterbacks do that. I also I also have really enjoyed the receiving core at um, Houston. Um, Nico Collins, probably the reason being is because I've got him in a couple of leagues. I drafted him towards the end, mate, and he's putting up you know 130 yards and a couple of touchdowns, which is always handy. And I also think Tank Dell. He's another one that's been um, really impressive for me. So um, I don't I actually don't know what you just said in terms of who's paying what. Um, I don't remember what you said, but I genuinely, genuinely believe Houston will win this game. And I know it's in Atlanta, but I can't ignore the way that they're playing offensively. They look really good where Atlanta just, we just spoke about Kyle Pitts, but he just, they just don't look that good at the moment for me. Desmond Ridd is too shaky as a quarterback. Um, Love it, mate. Yeah. Well, Atlanta's the favorites just, so you've gone for a little bit of value. I, I'm going to tip just, mm, I'm going to take Atlanta at home. I thought last week was a bit of an average game that, mm. what you know, Jacksonville aren't that bad on offense. I reckon they are struggling a little bit, but their defense was okay watching it. Uh, I think they just need to get the ball into that. Bajan Robinson's hand, he was electric. 14 carries for 105 yards, five catches for 32 yards. The, the offense really gets going with him. And I think our man Pitsy, I'm, I know, I'm, I know, I'm, I, I just sprayed him, but he ain't gonna sit there and have no targets this week. He's gonna get peppered. So I'm expecting nine to ten targets coming his way. So Pitts over, I think Robinson will rush a touchdown, and the Falcons will just get up one to thirteen. Wouldn't be a bad one. 
All right, let's move on to the next one. Carolina taking on Detroit. This one's in Detroit. You got the Detroit dollar twenty-three. So the bookies are saying this is a very easy game here. Uh, I'm going to tip Detroit, uh, mm-hmm. but who do you like as a fantasy player in this one? Ads. Um. Oh, I. It's hard to go past. Obviously, their their wide receivers. I'm on Ras St. Browns. Obviously, I don't think he's had. A, he might have had one touchdown this year. So in terms of um. You know, his fantasy scoring, I feel like he can still improve a little bit. He He's kind of touchdown dependent at the moment, which has been a little bit frustrating because I've got him in uh, one of my leagues. But um, a guy that I really, really, really like, and I feel like we touched on tight ends before, he, this guy could be a top three tight end um, throughout his career, is that Sam Laporta. And mm. he gets a lot of... Um, I say, for as a as a fan, they look like easy yardage, easy plays. But obviously, no doubt, it's hard when you're out there. But he gets a lot of easy plays, and what I mean by that is, you know, it's almost like he's never really guarded or whatever it may be, and he gets the ball and he always has open space. So, um, yeah, I'm really, I feel like it's going to be, it could be a good day for him. Obviously, Carolina Panthers, they're zero and four. They're they're you know terrible in the defensive end. I feel like it could be a very high scoring game for Detroit. Um, another one that I'm intrigued in to see how he goes this week is the running back um, committee, if you want to call it, with with Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery, considering Montgomery had pretty much, oh, I'd say 70% of the usage last week coming off injury, which is you know a little bit frustrating for Jameer Gibb owners out there. But yeah, the one if I was going to bank on would be Sam Laporta. It's fascinating. I don't think he's scored a touchdown yet either. He, he's been mm. – he hasn't done – like, they keep saying they're going to work him in, but I don't think they are. And if you look at Jamal – Williams last mm-hmm. year, he was getting that. Remember how he scored all those touchdowns? It's yep. they clearly got a bit of a game plan, and, it's, and it works. It's not like it doesn't work. Yeah. Um, yep. But us fantasy players are getting very angry. Well, I'm not because I don't have Gibbs in any leagues, but I could only <laughs> imagine the frustration. Um, Carolina, yeah, they've been okay. Sorry, they've been, they've been struggling. Um, mm-hmm. They actually haven't won a game. Zero and four, so, mate. They need to get going. I don't think mm-hmm. they're going to win this one in Detroit. Nope. Let's go to your mob. Tennessee taking on the Colts uh, in Indianapolis. This one is very close. The boogies have got a dollar eighty to Colts and Tennessee two dollars. After last week, you'd have to think Tennessee. Derrick Henry, well coached. They can get it done against the Colts. Jonathan Taylor is uh, off the injured reserve. Does he play? What do you got for me? Who wins this one? Oh, I back my boys. Tennessee um, from a um, you know. Take away the biasy. I um I feel like last week was really an indicator for me on on you know they always seem to start the years poorly and you know find their groove a little bit and they're very hard to beat at home when they're when all cylinders are clicking and I know Bengals aren't playing too well but they were able to um win in, in emphatically which was um very positive and pleasing for a Tennessee fan like myself and I feel like I can carry that on so um I just feel like as a Tennessee fan and a fantasy fan because every freaking league I have. I always draft Derrick Henry because he's my boy. He's my favorite player. When they don't use him, and I know you can't always use him because sometimes they're down, but when they don't use him, they don't win. And I don't care if you're losing and whatever it may be, you've just got to try and get him involved, whether it's in the passing game, which is not renowned for being a pass catching back, but when you, you just got to get him involved because, you know, he brings that um, obviously ability to make big chunk plays, but he's so important for us on the offensive end. And when, when he gets involved, it really helps us. So uh, I'm going to say the Titans, I reckon it'll be a lot closer. I reckon it will be a close game because Indianapolis are playing really good behind their um, young quarterback. Who's another absolute star in the making, but yeah, I'm going to go with the Titans. 
I'm with you. I get frustrated when they don't give the ball to the big boy. Um, and even when they do pass it to him in a little screenplay, he just opens the field up. He so does. He does. I actually watched a game against that, uh, the Titans when I was, was – funny story, actually. Ads, we got the tickets to the box with our man, Eric Decker. I know everyone that listens to this knows that's how I was introduced to the game and we're in the box and he went for 80-odd yards and Derek Henry went on this monster touch. He had this massive touchdown late in the game and it was against the Colts. Yep. Um, the old beef brisket, Brissette, was under center for the Colts then and uh, – yeah, it was a it was a fond memory, mate. They dominated. The game was actually in Nashville, uh, but I know he plays well against the Colts. So mm. I think this is a Derrick Henry hundred yards just explode game against the Colts on the road. Uh, rookie quarterback, he's going all right, but after what I saw last week, I think they can get this done. And as you know, they're very well coached. Let's go to the next game. This game's this is panic stations here, mate. New York taking on Miami in Miami, Hard Rock Stadium. The Giants didn't score a touchdown last week, haven't scored a touchdown at home all year. Mm-hmm. Now they go and get play a Miami team who just got their they just got their asses spanked by the, the Bills. They ain't gonna be mucking around. Um it's quite dangerous, mate. <laughs> it's just it's a, more so how many points they're gonna lose by the, the Giants. Oh, it's funny because um, obviously, for um, people that play fantasy, which is a lot, uh, if you use the Sleeper app, I think in a lot of their leagues, it obviously shows the um, pro- projected score. And for instance, Miami Dolphins projected defensive score is nine, which is quite big. The Giants projected score is three. So I think that is going to be a, um indicator of if what's to come. Um, I don't know. I just, I, I look at last year and, the Giants essentially have the same team as they had last year. And they obviously won that first playoff game, um, you know, obviously made the playoffs. And, you know, I think outperformed what people thought they were going to perform and um, and then build on that from this year. So we haven't seen it, but I feel like backs against the wall. Look, I'm not saying they're going to win at all. I don't think they're going to win at all. Miami are one of the best teams in the comp and look at their offensive power they got. But I just feel like, one of those games where they can earn a little bit more respect back. No one's expecting them to perform. Hopefully Saquon Barkley's back. He's been a big out for them, which is, you know, one of the most explosive running backs in the comp. Get Darren Waller involved, for goodness sake. Get him involved. Let him catch the ball because, you know, he's one of their big chunk players. He needs to get involved. I feel like they can earn a lot of respect at this game if they can make a close game. But I do think Miami Dolphins will be too strong um, for what I've just said. Yeah, no, nah, I'm with you. It's an unpredictable league, as we know, and Saquon adds a lot of value to that team. They're hard to, you know, they don't. They're a much better side, obviously, when he plays. The defense has got a lot to worry about. Um, mate, I'm taking Waller over. As I said, I don't have any best bets yet, but mm-hmm. that'll be coming. I think his mm-hmm. line will be forty or something. But they're going to be from. They're going to be playing from behind. You'd think Saquon. Hopefully, he's back, and when he's back, he causes a lot of distractions for that defense. So I think Waller has to be getting targeted. There's got to be. Some sort of coaching going on behind the scenes saying throw him the ball because um, be. we can't we can't fathom it. I'll be tipping the, the, the Dolphins. And I think Waddle, Waddle's been, I know he just come back last week, but I think he's the player that I'm waiting to see just kind of get going a little bit more. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. And a little bit quiet. So, yeah, Jalen Waddle, look out for him um, in, a, in a Miami Dolphins uh, high-scoring game, I reckon. I'll just go bananas and put that opposition team in the heat. Right, New Orleans taking on New England at Foxborough. What's going to happen here, King? Oh, this is an interesting one because uh, for me, I feel it's going to be the battle of the defenses. Um, obviously, New England are probably one of the 
Poorer defense is going around. And unfortunately, I've got Ramondre Stevenson in a few of those um, leagues that I have, which has been quite frustrating considering he was, you know, a top 12 running back last year. Um, oh, I don't know. I just, uh, Kamara's obviously back. Um, you know, I don't know what his overs unders would be for uh, yards, but I could imagine get, I get on the overs because if we watched last week's game, I believe he had 13 receptions, right? And had a world record lowest yards for how many receptions that he had. I don't know the exact stat, but he's had, he's had 13 receptions for 33 yards. And I think it's the lowest of all time for someone who's had anywhere near those receptions, which is just insane. But from a, from a offensive value fantasy point of view, we now know that Kamara is clearly going to get, be involved. And which is a big thing for the saints. Cause when he's up and about, you've got Chris Olave who, in my opinion, is one of the um, great young wide receivers in the league. And obviously Michael Thomas is, is one of those, um, you know, we'd say those, you know, uh, wirely veterans who um, when he gets opportunity, he does make big plays. I feel like, um, you know, in saying all that, the, the saints will probably be a little bit too strong, but I do think it'll be a battle of the defense and defenses. And in terms of, you know, what you're going to get from a fantasy point of view, do not expect much much at all because, you know, as I said, there's been two pretty frustrating uh, offensive teams to have um, as plays throughout the year. Yeah, well said, mate. Well said. I think you're right. You can't get that many catches for so, you know, that, that many yards. Bill Belichick traditionally takes away their best player, but I reckon he's struggling at the moment with personnel mm-hmm. and I do too. they've got a lot of issues. Kendrick, um, so Bourne's a player that I really like. Um, and I think he's a player that will get targeted a bit this week with Mac Jones if he's if he gets the start. I tell you, you wouldn't be touching the uh, the prop bets of quarterback yards over or under because he might just bench him. You just never know. Um, big <laughs> Bill, he might just go. You know what, mate? You've had enough goes. I'm going to give uh, someone else a trot. But um, yeah, no, nah, it's going to be exciting, mate. I'm looking forward to to watching that game. I don't really know who to tip. I'm mm. I'm actually. I'm a bit, I don't know. Yeah, I'm a bit stuck. I'm a bit stuck on that one. Um, I'm going Saints. I think the Saints defensively will get it done. And I know Patriots are a bit stingy too, but I think the Saints, even though it's in, obviously, what's the, I don't know what their stadium's called, but I know I'm back in the Saints. Yeah, I think I'm going to go the home team. Uh, I'm going to... Um... I'm going to go the home team, New England, just because that's me rule. If I don't know, I'm going to go the home team. I think it's the crowd and I don't know. I just feel like Bill might get to work here with some sort of scheme. But yeah, not really looking forward to watching that anyway. Let's get on to this game. <laughs> now, this is probably one of my best bets of the week. you got Baltimore Ravens taking on a Pittsburgh at Pittsburgh. But I think the Ravens are moving and going all right. And I don't really like what Pittsburgh's about. I don't think their offense is very good. It's... They hang in, you know, hang in there. But Lamar Jackson, he can do anything, and their defense is pretty good. I just think it's disrespectful for the Baltimore Ravens to be a dollar forty-five. I think they can smoke Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm not saying they will, but I think a win. It's a big game. Uh, Lamar's been amazing the last couple of weeks with his own feet. I wouldn't mind him throwing the ball to Flowers. Hasn't given Flowers a tutty just yet. He's been going to Mark Andrews, his main man, uh, a fair bit. But Baltimore for mine and. Um, and I think Pickens is the one that you're going to be looking. They should be playing from behind. I think Frymuth's out as well. He's injured, mate. He's out with, I think, a hammy. So mm-hmm. they've got a few personnel issues. I just don't like that. It means a new player has to step up, play a different, you know, play a role under pressure. And when it's against a good team like Baltimore, good luck. They're flying at the moment. Um, so, yeah, yeah that's, my, that's my tip. What do you think? 
I think you made. I think you nailed it on the head. I don't want to repeat anything you've really said. I think I, I heard a comment last week with Lamar Jackson during the game. The performance he had last week, I think they beat the Browns from memory, who obviously played their backup quarterback and when weren't in the game from the first from the first play of the game. Um, but I think there was a there was a comment from one of the commentators saying uh, Lamar Jackson's back to his MVP form. And yeah, yes, I've got Lamar Jackson in in a couple of my leagues, and he's been. I couldn't agree more. I I do think he could throw the ball a little bit more, as you said, and when he does, maybe spread it out a little bit more, not just give it to. Obviously, Mark Andrews, but yeah, I feel like off the back of his play, um, and for what it's worth, their defense has been really, really good. Very stingy. They kept the Browns to three points last week. Um, but yeah, I think they're going to be way too strong. And, and, you know, we mentioned the Saints and the Patriots just before. I feel like you can probably throw the Steelers in that in that uh, same breath in terms of the offensive side. There, no real fantasy value anywhere. Maybe George Pickens, but, you know, they're running backs. You've got no idea with Najee Harris and Jalen Warren and, Pat Frymouth is out as well. So I um yeah, I think the Ravens would be way too strong. Mm. Yeah, I, I like the way you're thinking, brother. I actually love the way you're thinking. Um, I think that's what's gonna happen. Uh yeah, both skipping rate Baltimore. And I think Flowers touchdown. He's due. I always say he's due on this show. I know it's a bad one, and you should never say he's due, but he's due. He and is due. I'm gonna follow him in. Let's go to the next game. This game that actually fascinates me. Philadelphia taking on Los Angeles. Um, the Rams, this one's at SoFi. Mm-hmm. Now, the Rams are 265 and Philly's $1.48. Philly looked very beatable um, after last week's performance against Washington. It's, now, we'll get a good glimpse of how good Washington are. If they smoke the Chicago Bears, maybe Washington's better than we think. But if the Bears touch them up, then you have mm-hmm. to start to question the form of Philly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Los Angeles, they do get Cooper Cup back potentially this week which causes all sorts of dramas with uh, Puku Nakua. <laughs> what a superstar he is, mate. Hasn't he just lit the lit the league up? Uh, what he's doing is just crazy when you look at what he's just done the first four weeks. What do you expect to happen in this game? Because it's, uh, it's uh, shaping up to be a classic. It is a very, very hard one. Obviously, the Eagles are um, 4-0, and you said they did look very beatable last week. And... You don't. You never usually say that with the Eagles. They're obviously pretty sound on both sides of the uh, the ball, but I feel like the Rams have been playing really well. And I know last week they obviously let themselves down quite a lot. They had a, I think it was a seventeen to zero lead, and um, ultimately lost the game in overtime. I think it was. Sorry, sorry, won the game in overtime. Um, so they nearly obviously cost themselves there, but they're playing a lot better than what. Um, oh, well, what people really think. And I feel like, as you said, if if the Eagles play, well, anywhere near they did last week, the Rams could have a real good chance here. And I think Matt Stafford, a lot of it has been off the back of um, how he's been playing. And I know from a fantasy point of view, hasn't, you know, he's never really been a, you know, a QB1 per se. He's always been, you know, around the QB2 mark, whatever it may be. But he's clearly getting his receivers involved. And you mentioned Puku, uh, Nakua, is that, if that's yeah, that's a, yeah. I said the same thing. Rat was like Nakua. <laughs> He's been flying, but for what it's worth, you, you can almost, you know, if if it's not Tutu Atwell this week being the secondary, it's a guarantee to be Van Jefferson. If it's not Van Jefferson, it's going to be Tutu Atwell. And these guys have speed, and you then throw in their running back, which I think at the moment has been the pickup of the year next to Puku on in Kyron Williams in terms of fantasy has been. Incredible. He gets pretty much every single look. If I were to look at his game log now, he's had 196 
65, 72% of the snaps, which is a lot for, from a receiving, um, from a rushing receiving point of view. So you get those guys involved. I mean, whether, whether the Rams win, uh, I, I can't at the moment bet against Philly or choose against Philly. I always think Philly will win no matter where they're playing, but it really wouldn't surprise me if the Rams got on top, got on top early and then caused an upset. But in saying that I am choosing Philly. Yeah, well said. What about Cooper Cup? Does he play? I hope so. I, I hope so. Because I just want to see what happens with Pook with with Puka. Yeah, what I reckon happens? the best bet of the week is be. Ta- well, it depends on what the mark they give you. They might be smart, the old bookies, and give you like a line of sixty where you don't know. But you'd think Puka and Akil's line would have to come down, and in comes the big the big fella says, "Hey, hey, take a little spell, son. It's my time to shine." You'd think that's the case, wouldn't you? They're playing the same role. Yeah, you're right, mate. They play literally identical roles where Puka gets those easy checkdowns. He gets some of those easy um, slant routes that he runs where he just gets thrown to him. And, um, you know, not discrediting how well of a player and how well he's adjusted to, obviously, the NFL level. But, yeah, it's just it's one of those wait and sees. I'm very, very intrigued to see what happens with with when both of them are back. Whether, whether Cooper ends up being the guy who's not, you know, worth being the – top 10, top 20 pick that he is nowadays in fantasy. So it's going to be very interesting. Speaking of this game, we haven't spoken about Philly at all, but I think Swift was a bit low last week. But the player I'm looking forward to watching this week is Devontae Smith. I think when you're down for two weeks, you do come back up. And AJ Brown's been low-key flying, 130 yards, 150 yards, three. T- I think it's two touchdowns last week. He he is flying. So what? I just, when that happens, I just think mm, you can't do that three weeks in a row. And well, I don't see that, you know, there's a lot of adjustments made. Yep, yep. Um, and then they, I think Smith will be the one. So look for Smith this week. He'll be one of those ones that you'll see on me Sunday or Saturday bet when I put it up, but he's a player that I like for 40 or 50 yards. You get your dollar 50, but you'd think he's going to get a few more targets naturally as they prepare for this game. Cause AJ Brown has to get a lot of attention after the last couple of weeks he's had. I'm going to tip Philly on the road. I know they played average last week, but I saw what uh, I think there was a couple of weeks ago, Los Angeles, when they were under pressure, Stafford did look like... Uh, Even last week. Uh, I won't say what I was going to say, but it didn't, it didn't look too good. So I think Philly can pressure him. I think Philly almost reviewed last week like a loss, even though they won, and they come back and show everyone why they're the favorites almost on that side, them and San Fran and Dallas, but you know, want the top three. So I'm going to go with Philly. You? No, I'm with you, mate. I I agree. I think they'll be um I think it'll be a lot closer than what people may think, but I think Philly will be too strong. Well said. Alrighty, uh, let's get to the next game. Here we go. Cincinnati at Arizona taking on the Cardinals. Okay, now you think Cincy if they get a week to go, this is the one. Oh, mate, the thing is, from not even just from a uh, disregard fantasy, they need a win to keep the opportunity to play playoffs alive. They they need to win. And as you said, you think this is the one. I mean, Arizona have been playing a lot better than what people have thought. Their quarterback's actually been, barring week one, he's been actually pretty good. Week one was terrible against Washington, but very, very good the last three weeks. So he's been okay, which has probably surprised a little bit. But, you know, I feel like, if, as you said, if there's a week where Jamar Chase, you know, has a has a vintage game, Joe Mixon, you know, has a big game, Joe Burrow gets back to being the Joe Burrow that we know. Hopefully, his injuries coming good should be a pretty convincing win for me. And I, I you know, we've we've spoken about players and riding them. I'm riding this team. I feel like this is the week for him. I think Jamar Chase goes bananas, like crazy. 
Hope and so. They have to win. I've done. I've done my ass on this team. I, I, last week they knocked me out of everything. Like the yards, the the win, the chase, just everything. <laughs> I I think that you just got to stick with them. And it's a long season. They've done it before. They started traditionally slow. I just think that they get it together this this time around. But yeah, you- I, I agree. I agree. No, I think I think as I said, it said Joe Burrow's off the injury report. Um, if he can get, if he looks like he's a little bit more agile, and as soon as we see that version, they're going to be, you know, what we've come to know know of the Cincinnati Bengals, and that's an electrifying offense who has multiple options, but. Obviously, Jamar Chase is their main man because clearly, when Joe Burrow's hindered, it clearly affects his Jamar Chase. It's just his his um output overall. So, yeah, I, I just think this is the week for him. It has to be the week for him for for not only their season but for a lot of their offensive players. Green light on fantasy on our sleeper app. Arizona Rundy not great. So Mixon gets the green light. You go to the wide receivers. Mm-hmm. They get an amber light, so they've been okay. But look. Nine targets, eight targets, 15 targets, nine targets. They win the game when Chase had 15 targets. He's going to get a lot of targets. And I, if he doesn't get a touchdown this week, I will give it up. I'll trade him. <laughs> I'll start putting him on the trade block, mate, because they cool. need to fire up. And this is the perfect team to fire up against. They traditionally shoot out. He's been good, uh, old Dobbsy. I've, I've been really impressed with Dobbs, to be honest. I think he's Me really too. given Arizona a bit of hope. Um, but yeah, and then I, I must say, we've got to talk about the old team, but... Hollywood Brown's been quite impressive. Um, 96 yards last week. He's had two touchdowns on the season. He scored 14 points three weeks in a row in fantasy. Mm. He's mm. played San Fran, Dallas, and the Giants. It's not like he's played anyone easy. I've been really impressed with him. Um, he's actually proven that he'd be worth stashing and having on your team week in, week out. Because uh, he seems to be liked by the quarterback. He got 10 targets last week and also in week two and seven in week three. So, if you, if you got him on your team, fire him up. Uh, they're traditionally going to be behind, so he's going to get a few more looks. Yeah, mate, Cincinnati for me. You? Cincinnati, mate. I As I said, I think this is their bounce back game. Has to be. Now, mate, let's not forget about this one. Preseason. The head coach of Denver, he gets the sack. He goes to New York. He's the offensive coordinator. Aaron Rodgers is best, mate. Yep. Aaron Rodgers joins him. The Denver head coach, Sean Payton, comes out and gives him an absolute serving. It's all over the press. Aaron Rodgers defends his offensive coordinator. They say he's, you don't do that to the coaches. We're all in the same house and we should always look after each other. Game five, it's been circled for weeks. Yes, it has. New York has been playing great defense. Denver's defense has been horrific. New York's offense last week got going a little bit. Denver's offense, they played the Bears. You can't really read it. <laughs> this is actually shaping up to be a cracker in Denver. Uh, the bookies have got Denver as favorites. I'm, bet, I'm taking the Jets here, man. This one's important to me. Yeah, I feel like at the moment, Chicago is probably the number one team that I would bet against every week. And the Broncos are in the same um, conversation for me. And you've built that up absolutely wonderfully i feel like off the back of what we seen last week from obviously zach wilson um and he has been probably mate he has been the probably the highest scrutinized player this season 
And I mean, it's tough playing in New York and the Jets, obviously the, the, the hard knocks and Aaron Rodgers being there was obviously disappointing when Rodgers went down for him to get thrust into that role. It's been quite tough for him. And what I seen from his game last week and the way that he was able to, you know, get away from the tacklers that have been easily getting to him. I mean, that's a reflection of the offensive line, but it's also his ability to get away from it. And he showed it last week against a really, really, really good defense in Kansas city. And the fact that they didn't win came right to the very end, didn't win. Gives me great hope that their offenses finally, you know, found their feet. You've got guys like Garrett Wilson, who, you know, coming into the season was, was going to be the, one of the next big things. You know, he, he has great aerial ability, throw it up to him. He'll take a grabby. I mean, he's had already a couple of good touchdowns like that. Um, you throw in Brees Hall, who, you know, barring the first week where he had three runs for pretty much 150 yards, He's kind of been nothing, but I have heard a report and I feel like you, you'll touch on that a little bit that he's going to be a little bit more involved, but I just feel like this is the week where they coming up against probably the worst defense in the league. There's going to be a great opportunity from the score. And for everyone that has a Garrett Wilson or, or a Brees Hall out there, start them in your lineup. Cause there's going to be hopefully a oh. couple of touchdowns and hopefully a good score. Oh, so I think it's Griffin Logan, Jaden Stevenson, and our league have got Brees Hall. And I was like, I don't really have anyone to trade for him because I don't really, I don't want to give up my team because I've already lost a couple. But Brees Hall right now, his stocks are rising. Coaches come out and said, we need to give him more ball. He's off, you know, no more looking after him. He's had enough weeks now where he's eased back in. And Denver, man, you got to remember, this is, so if there's a market out there where you can get you can bet on New York Jets to score points, I reckon this is the one because they they're just they've been so bad. But this is oh man, I'm excited. Mm. I can't. Mm. I'm taking the Jets to win. It's two fifteen on the road. I can't wait to see them perform. Um, that'll that'll do me there. That, that just Jets and Brees Hall. Watch him go. You? I'm with you, mate. I I um I've been agreeing with you a bit in this uh, potty, which I love. But I I'm with you. I can't. Can't see Broncos stopping many teams, and I think the Jets, off of what I seen last week, they're going to be uh, it's going to be hopefully a good scoring game for him. Oh, it's going to be exciting. I just don't even know where to start with the Denver Broncos. It's just their defense has been really bad, um, and this game's got a bit more on it. Like we said, mm-hmm. anyway, that's enough. But that is circle that one in. What times that one? That's a seven twenty-five a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. So perfect. Get up before you go to work, or you get to work early. Get it up on your laptop and away you go. Don't worry watch about it. what the boss says. Just pretend you're on your emails for a couple of hours. But watch the pregame. I reckon there'll be a bit of spice. Yes, There's got to be a bit of spice in that one, Adzi. Mm-hmm. I uh, I couldn't agree more, mate. Three to go. Uh, Kansas City taking on Minnesota mm-hmm. at Minnesota. Hey, Minnesota. Uh, uh, need this. And Kansas City looked average last week. Can Kansas City get beat on the road? What do you think? Oh, mate, I almost put it... They did look average, but you just at the moment can't... Like, as much as we were watching that game thinking the Jets might win this, did we really think the Chiefs were going to win? Uh, sorry, did we really think the Chiefs were going to lose? Probably not. No. Nah. 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 And regardless of, of where they're playing, you always feel like if as long as Pat Mahomes is out there and Travis Kelsey's out there, they're always going to be in it. So to answer your question straight up, I don't, I can't see Vikings winning. The only way I can see them winning is if they somehow put up 40 points and keep, you know, Patty Mahomes to 35. I mean, and, and I don't see that happening. Um, obviously, you know, when you come up against the Vikings, it's always going to be a shootout because the Vikings defense is very poor. And, 
you know, they have some skilled players clearly on the offensive side. They've probably got the the best player in fantasy next to uh, Christian McCaffrey in Justin Jefferson, who, you know, without touchdowns still scores your 26 to 30 fantasy points. And that's without touchdowns. That's just how good he is as a player. Um, but in saying that, I just can't see, you know, I can't see the Vikings beating them. Uh, they're another team for me in terms of, you know, the same conversation as we, as we have with the Bengals. They're, they're one and three, I believe. And, you know, their season can, you know, quite quickly fall from here if they don't muster up some wins. So you'd like to think watching this game, it, it will be hopefully a contest and it's not a blowout. But I do think the Chiefs will be too strong. The Vikings just look a little bit, yeah, they just look a little bit, they're not like the last couple seasons where they've been, I think they've been the best home team. I think they've been a team where that you always feel like they're in it. But for me, it's just, yeah, I don't know. You, you see a team come up against the Vikings, and I just don't know. I just, you can't trust them at the moment. So, yeah, for that, I think the Chiefs will win. I, I can't really trust any fantasy player on on um, the Chiefs side other than Travis Kelsey and and Patty Mahomes because, mate, he throws it to about nine different wide receivers. So there's no one to, there's no one to really trust. Yeah, it's hard to pick. They're hard to watch Kansas City in terms of, you don't know where they're going to throw it. I just got rid of Sky Moore and waivers, and I've got Tony sitting on the bench, but they're doing nothing. Um, but Mahomes still wins the game. He's incredible. Kelsey's the one that's been a bit down on. I reckon he he, he might be set for this one. This might be a good one. I wonder, if, does Swifty go to this game, mate? Does she go to Minnesota or she says, nah, not for me? Well, I think the what are they two and zero now that she's uh been going and they have lost the game this year. So yeah, I think she could be the uh the omen for him. Not that they need it because they are the reigning champs, but uh, mate, I uh wouldn't surprise me if they're there. It's been a fascinating uh you know discussion. I think even Kelsey's starting to get over it. I think he's starting <laughs> to think uh yeah, the bit of carry on. Can we all just settle down? Yes. Um, and worry about our own business. All right. Who wins? I'm going to go Kansas City 1-13. I reckon it'll be tight. Mm. And uh, it, it'll be a nice shootout. I reckon it'll be a great one for your uh, fantasy players. I think a lot of action. And, uh, you know, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to put it out there. But I reckon Hawkinson is due to get going a little bit. Might get it, might find it in the end zone. Addison had duck eggs last He's week, actually. One. That was mm -hmm. a really frustrating one for me. Looking at me, one of my legs, I only got three legs. But, wow, there's duck eggs. I lost by five points. You can't be getting duck eggs, can you? Gee whiz. Um, uh, no, and I think I think the biggest thing is he's had um, targets for the first three weeks. So, and he's and to me he's the clear wide receiver too. It's just last week I think only I think what I believe he only threw for about a hundred and ninety yards, maybe Kirk Cousins, and that's because they were in front most of the game, and Alexander Madison got all the looks. So, from a fantasy point of view, you'd think they're going to be behind most of the game against the Chiefs. So that that gives you good hope that Addison then becomes a lot more involved because they're going to have to be throwing the pill. So yeah, he was very frustrating last week because I had him in a league too, where he gave me a big fat donut, but um, hopefully this week he's better. All right, here we go. This is massive. There's two games to go, but this one, I don't think oh, gets any bigger. No. Dallas Cowboys taking on the San Francisco 49ers, both teams flying. McCaffrey mm -hmm. hasn't not scored a touchdown in, I think, I, I can't remember how many games it is, but, I have a feeling the day that I put him in the multi, brother, he's going to dog me. <laughs> so I just stay away. Um, this is shaping up to be a classic. San Fran's $1.53, Dallas $2.50. Both defenses stacked. I'd say San Fran's offense is probably going a little bit better. In fact, flying. Um, 
all fingers point to San Fran, but you can't you can't you can't uh, ride the Dallas Cowboys defense off. They had two mm. defensive touchdowns, I think, last week. They are flying. So this game is it going to be a cracker or is it going to be a defensive juggernaut? No, I'm going down the the side of it being an actual um, offensive showing. I feel like. You know, I just feel like with the power that both teams have on offense, it's too good for it to, to be a defensive, you know, showcase, I guess. And as you said, Dallas's defense has probably been the best um, as a whole. I mean, from a fantasy point of view, they scored 40 fantasy points in week one and last week scored 28, which is just insane, absurd. And of course, I don't have any of them because I'm a yeah. freaking idiot who starts everyone else's defense. But I, I just feel like it's going to be – yeah, I feel like it's a great opportunity for both teams to sh- um, showcase their offense against each other. Um, and, you know, I, I feel like Dallas's offense, from a fantasy, again, perspective, hasn't really gotten going because they're always just blowing teams out. And it could be the week where we see an explosion CD Lamb game. I mean, I don't know what he's had in terms of yardage. I mean, his biggest game has been week two where he's had 143 yards. Um, he's only had one touchdown, which was last week. And he's only had one big fantasy game, which is week two. So from that point of view, I feel like it could be a really big fantasy game for CD Lamb, guys like Tony Pollard, who, again, because they're so far in front, they don't, you know, really get involved. And it, it could be frustrating. So um, another one that I really like, and again, we, we've spoken a little bit about tight ends, but the, the Dallas Cowboys tight end, I know coming in the year, Jake Ferguson. Um, uh, um, who's the quarterback? Dak Prescott. He's he's uh, come out week one or whatever it was and said, you know, he he loves this guy. I think he's going to be a gun, one of the best tight ends in the league. And I feel like he's really built into the year. And, and now he's one of those tight ends where if you've got him and you were smart enough to take him, you can comfortably start him week in, um, week, in week out. And I feel like he's got another really good matchup this week in terms of tight ends because – Tight ends seem to score okay against San Fran. It's probably every other position that doesn't. So um, from that point of view, I reckon it's going to be exciting. Who wins? Oh, I think San Fran at home are too good. I think CMC, what you just said, he will score another touchdown, mate. So get on it. If you're going to bet on it, get on it. He will score another touchdown because he's unstoppable at the moment. Um, but I think it's going to be an absolute cracker and I cannot wait to watch it. I've got a feeling the week, this week's the week he doesn't. I don't know. I just got this feeling. It's a red light as well on my sleeper app. Um, it's well said from you. I never thought of it like you just said. They're that far in front. Pollard's not really required. And you're right. Mm. He only had 11 carries last week. He, but when he gets it, he is dynamic. The, the ones to look at is definitely CD Lamb. I think he gets a great matchup this week. Wide receivers, are they the green lights against San Fran? And um, yeah, I reckon they're the ones that you can kind of manipulate it with and and uh, you know it's just gonna be it's gonna be cracker. I can't wait. I'm uh, you know I don't know what's gonna happen, but it's a game that I can't wait. And it's eleven twenty a.m. on a Monday. Like what else are you doing? Like what else are you doing? Nothing. So I think we'll all be watching, tuning in. Um, yeah, just super excited to to see who wins that one because that's gonna set the tone for the year. I don't know when they play each other again, but if if Dallas can win that one on the road, well, God, geez, they might be the favourites. But San Fran at the moment, everyone thinks they'll win, and being at home, huge huge advantage. All eyes on Bosa and uh, Micah Parsons. That this would be yeah, you want to stamp yourself and let everyone know who the who the king is. Well, you'd think this is the game that uh, you let them all know. Uh, so yep, I think we're just repeating ourselves and telling everyone mm-hmm. what they already know, but. The player that goes off in this one, I think CD Lamb's over on yards is the one. One more game to go. Green Bay taking on the Las Vegas Raiders. This one's in Las Vegas. 
It's the last game of the round. Um, yeah, I'm not sold on this game. I, I, Josh Jacobs has been really disappointing. Green Bay were really poor last week. What do you got for me? Oh, oh, mate, we've gone from talking about the San Fran Dallas game of the year to obviously this one, which is a little bit, uh, yeah, it's a hard one because um, Green Bay obviously started the year off well and and the Raiders obviously brought in a new quarterback in Jimmy Garoppolo and, and obviously Devontae Adams is there who's still, you know, two weeks ago had a, oh, well, I think two touchdown, 172-yard um, game. So he's clearly got some power on that side of the ball. I feel like, you know, I feel like, Aaron Jones is a, um, you know, he's massive in terms of them actually winning games of of football. And clearly last week he was hindered and on a snap count, and that really hurt him. Christian Watson was on a snap count as well, which really hurt him. And um, you know, I know this game is in in Vegas, but you know, mate, they've been very, very, very unconvincing. Um, I think they're one of the teams that a lot of teams probably circle and think that yeah, we could win this game. Um, yeah, they, they, other than Max Crosby on the defensive side, they don't really have much stopping the opposition team. So, um, from a tipping point of view, I think, you know, I think Packers can go in and win. I think Jordan Love's QB play has been probably a lot better than Jimmy Garoppolo's. I think Aaron Jones, I don't know, I don't know what his over under rushing yards will be, but we've seen how explosive he looked week one prior to him actually hurting his hammy. And obviously, as I said last week, he was obviously on a snap count and, introduced back into it. So I think Aaron Jones is probably the one for me that um, get get on his overs. Um, again, I don't know what it is for rushes, but I think he's going to be really involved in this game. I think the Vegas allow a lot of, um, you know, offensive scores. So um, get on Aaron Jones. I think Christian Watson, as I just touched on, is, is um, from what I believe, unlimited from a snap count because last week he was only... I think involved in 46% of the snaps and we know how much of a downfield threat this guy is. I mean, he's shown that last year with the amount of touchdowns that he's had. And, um, you know, now that Romeo dubs and um, Jaden Reed has shown his capabilities, it now adds more, uh, I think pressure from opposition defenders to have to stop them and allow Christian Watson to actually play his game. So yeah, I, I feel like it could be a good big game for both both Watson and Aaron Jones from a fantasy point of view. And I think Green Bay win the game. I think from, from a Vegas point of view, the only one I'd be willing to start or look at is Devante because, you know, he never really lets you down. The guy's that good. So he gets yeah. Jai Alexander though. Yeah. But mate, Devante had, what was it last year? Was he the only guy twice that had Patrick Sertain at, at the Denver? Um, I was about to say the Nuggets, the Denver Broncos. Yeah. And was the only one that actually scored well against them. So for me, he's just that good of a receiver. And he universally gets spoken about as the best football receiver in the league. We're not talking, obviously, fantasy. We're talking as a, as a you know, getting away from people and, and taking great catches. To me, he's just someone you can just trust. So doesn't matter for me who he plays, um, who's, who's guarding him. I think uh, he's someone worth getting on, whatever it may be. But yeah, I think Green Bay will be... Um, be too strong in this game, man. I'll, I'll take him away from home, even though it's in Vegas. But yeah, I'll take him. Quarterback v. Quarterback. Love v. Garoppolo coming off concussion at home. Mm. Yeah, they're both running backs get good matchups. It's like who can get a good start and they can get on top. Um, yep. I was, yeah, you know what? I, I, Vegas being more consistent. They haven't been that bad, like good or anything, but geez, the Packers looked terrific last start. Um, I'm going to go with Vegas as well. 
I'm going to go with Vegas as well if I have to in tipping, but all eyes are on uh, both running backs. And I think, uh, like you mentioned, um, Watson will be, he played 46% snaps last game. You'd think 60 to 70, uh, you know, he gets a deep one down the field. It should be a really exciting game. So looking forward to it, mate. Should be an absolute cracker. We'll add that's all I've got, um, mate. Loved, loved having you on as always. Uh, appreciate you um, jumping on and, and and filling up, filling in for the rat. Uh, you know, we can't do this without you. And uh, yeah, appreciate your insights. You're so passionate. I love it, mate. It's uh, <laughs> We should just kick me or a rat off and have you on every week. So uh, stay with us. Um, but yeah, mate, really appreciate your time. And We'll put up our best bets on Saturday or Sunday. I'll get you to text me, everyone listening. Check out Instagram um, all the sh- and the show notes. I'll edit them. Um, we'll put this podcast out firstly, but we're going to put our best bets um, in the show notes and on Instagram this week just because the markets aren't really out at the moment um, and fire up. So, yeah, mate, that's it. That's us. We're done. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll convene with you on the weekend everyone listening thank you for your support and uh we'll see you again next week for another episode of the american aces uh fantasy and uh, nfl podcast <laughs>